welcome to uh, our latest episode of Covert as Company. Today we're joined by Mary O'Brien from the Covert and Co office. We're delighted to have Mary. Mary is our letting and management manager. You joined uh, Covert and Co in late 2021 and you work mainly from our Carrick Tool office. Is that I, correct, Mary? I do indeed. Thanks <laughs> for having me, James. No problem. Pleasure. <laughs> so a little bit uh, on Mary. Mary has over 20 years experience working as an administrator and has worked in the property sector in both Ireland and the UK. Mary has her certificate in auctioneering and estate agency with the IPAV. In charge of all the maintenance issues as well as leases and notices, Mary is the best placed person to discuss the best way to find a rental in today's market. Hence why you are here today. <laughs> you ready? Yes. <laughs> I think. <laughs> You're all right, Mary. Mary's a little bit worried about this, but Mary, you've nothing to be worried about. This is going to be great fun. Okay. So how did you get into this line of business, Mary? I, what possessed you to get into this line of business, shall we say? I joined Colbert & Co. in late 2021. I took over from Kate, your um, sister. Sorry about that. And <laughs> so I had big boots to fill. Um, so my role is I look after the rentals and the maintenance of them. And we have over 100 properties at the moment. Um, I suppose I enjoy the role in that it's um, no two days are the same. It's really varied um, and quite busy. Mm-hmm. Um, my job, um, the main thing that I do um, on a daily basis is I look after any issues that are reported um, in relation to the rentals um, and they can be anything from a leak to a heating issue. So I liaise with contractors and we get somebody in to um, carry out the necessary repairs. Um, so it is quite busy. Um, I do other, um, I have other tasks as well, like I look oversee the rent reviews I do the RTB registrations um, I look after tenant leases I do um, the paperwork then for the um, landlords the PSA agreements I transfer over utilities when tenants move in and I also organise um, property inspections and report to the landlords um, any issues and you know offer them guidance and just keep them up to date on how their properties are going Mary I do not pay you enough <laughs> clearly that is a f- Fair long day. I was meant to give you the introduction. You just took it away. There we go. And that concludes our podcast for today. See, see you next week. <laughs> Mary, I'm going to ask you a few questions. And right. um, I suppose the main idea of the podcast is to try, and I always try and kind of water it down. I know I'm probably repeating <clears> myself <throat> every podcast, but it's important that we water it down so that people can understand the process. And in this episode, we're going to try and talk about um, finding a letting because it seems mm. to be a hot topic at the moment. Yes. That, they're quite hard to find. So that's why I invited you in so that we can kind of go through the process, maybe give a, a bit of advice as how best to structure your search for a rental. Mm. Um, but before we get onto that, you mentioned uh, you took over from Kate, mm-hmm. who's my sister. Yeah. For anybody who is listening, Kate's got a very good um, Instagram page. What is she? Keep a country? Yeah, she's gone to, she looks after horses now. That's so right, yeah. She's a, she's a great uh, watch if you ever want to come across her. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was not a fan of the filing, was my Kate. <laughs> not at all. So I, I think in, in relation to you coming in, your your role is very much kind of from start to finish mm. of taking on a letting. Yeah. Um, as you mentioned, there are over 100 properties in our portfolio. Mm-hmm. So like, what are the main things you find? Are they kind of like after hour issues or, you know, what, what what's the, the main problem or Thing that you resolve, shall we say, when it comes to management? <laughs> when it comes to management, I suppose the biggest um, the biggest obstacle I have is finding uh, trades. 
Um, really? I'm always on the lookout for a trade. Um, we've got some really good ones, very reputable ones. Um, they're very busy. Mm. All of them are quite busy, um, which is great. Um, but, uh, you know, depending on the issue, depending on the day, the evening, the night, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, they can be quite hard to find. So we're always looking for a good trade if there if there's anybody out there. So this is a call out for any trades. Yeah, any any trade. good trades. Yeah. No, and that means plumbing, electrical work, yeah. handyman, yeah. carpenter. Absolutely. Yeah. Anything at all. So the trades that we have, as I said, are absolutely outstanding. Mm. But it's always good when they are so busy that we have a backup. Yeah. Um, it, you know, our our issues can arise at any time um, of the day and we do offer a 24-hour service. We have the work mobile, um, they, you know, available to tenants if, if anything arises out of hours. So it's mm. always good to have that option. If, you know, somebody's on holidays or, you know, away, um, we, we have that backup for them. In relation to, like, how did you get into this line of business? I know I mentioned there that you worked in both the UK mm-hmm. and Ireland. Tell us a little bit how you got into auctioneering. Yeah. <laughs> Many moons ago. Mm. Um, I suppose I always had an interest in property. I always kind of kept an eye on what, what the market was um, doing. Um, I was working for solicitors at the time and I decided I was, I'd been working for them quite a long time. I decided maybe it was time to branch out and look at another area and auctioneering was always something that appealed to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got my, I started doing my studies in UL and I continued it there. Um, once I had my qualification, I worked down in Washford. Um, but I had a friend living in the UK, so I went over and I started auctioneering over there. Good. Yeah. Big difference between the UK and Ireland. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it was a different area. It was uh, I worked in. Um, yeah, but you know, it was it was busy. Um, still lovely clients, lovely properties. Mm. Um, it was just before. Yeah, so it was. Yeah, it was good. It was good. Mm. Um. So the. Eviction ban was lifted recently mm-hmm. and you did a great post on LinkedIn. Thank you. It's there for everybody. We also have the blog on our website if people want to go have a look at it because, you know, you go into good detail, great detail actually in relation to mm-hmm. timelines for people and, you know, whether if they got their their notice pre the eviction ban or if they're getting it now, mm. you go through all the dates that are available for people, and, yeah. you know, what they need to be getting off their landlord. So we, we probably won't go into it in real depth. Mm. Um because it's there for everybody to see. Are you seeing the kind of the the, the notices kind of come in now? Um, it's been steady. It hasn't been like nationally. I know the eviction notices. Um, they are, you know, they are. They've been issued. There's a lot of them been issued. Um, but um, within our portfolio, it's steady. We might lose one or two a month, but we'd get back one or two a month. Yeah. Um, and what I would say, like. From a landlord's point of view, we offer the support to the landlords in that we will, you know, um, advise them to about the notice periods, um, about contacting their solicitor. So we offer that advice, advice, advice and guidance to them. But from a tenant point of view, um, we always would ask that if a landlord is selling a property that we do, um, we get an opportunity to call the tenant first. So there's no surprises coming in the post yeah. and also any of our tenants um, we will always keep an eye out for them. Um, if we've a new property come in the books, they'll obviously get priority. They've been with us for quite a while. They've got mm. great references. We know they're good to pay their rent. Um, they've been good past tenants, so we'll offer that support to them as well. That's good. So you try and relocate yes, anybody yeah. gets their notice, which Absolutely, is nice. Absolutely, yeah. Um, and as I said, we, we won't get into the details of the, the timelines. They're all online if you want to have a look at them on our on our website, mm. Um, 
Are there any changes that you see would benefit the rental market? Oh, yeah, there is quite a few from, obviously, from a tenant point of view, more more accommodation, 100% more supply. Um, I know the government's working that. Um, from a landlord point of view, like their interest rates are going up. Um, if they could even look at that, tax rates, reduce them. Hmm. There's a whole host of things that can be done. Yeah, I think you're right because, it, you know, everybody kind of gives the landlord a bit of a bashing at the moment and that. Mm. It's the big bad landlord going away, mm. selling their house, making loads of money. But like in, in actual fact, as you pointed out, there's an awful lot of kind of mm. different elements involved with a landlord. Some of them might be kind of accidental landlords. Mm. Um, they might have been wanting to sell a property with a few years because yeah. the interest rates are too high or, yeah. well, you know, their pay, repayments are too high. Yeah. And I think right now there are a couple of things that the government could do if they wanted to stop mm. the mass exodus. But they don't seem to want to stop it, I feel. Maybe I'm being a little bit cheeky or no, but I, I feel like there's a lack of supply of houses. Yeah. Therefore, the government are kind of saying, right, look, this is like if they want, like they could have extended the eviction, eviction ban, ban. Yeah. They but could. they didn't because they need those houses to be on the market because, as you pointed out, there's a lack of building. Mm-hmm. So if those houses free up, it gets more people homes, but then it has the knock on effect that obviously people are going to yeah. be out of their houses. It's- Pushing the rental market, yeah, absolutely. And there's no, there's no, there the supply there is so limited at the moment. It's it's so evident in the footfall we've experienced in the Middleton and the Carry Tool offices with people coming through the door, mm. um, people of all ages, generations, um, looking for rental properties, desperate. Um, but, and as I said, you know, we do take all the details, we do hold it, but there is limited supply at the moment, mm. which is unfortunate. No, getting mm. on to limited supply. Mm-hmm. You have a lovely development of apartments, along with John Hornybrook in our office, yeah. coming up in Glonthorne. The estuary, yes. The estuary. It's 10 um, apartments that are beautifully finished. Um, mm. There's a mix of one and two bed apartments. So we should have those becoming available shortly. It's really exciting. It is. Yeah. It's a beautiful development mm. um, and it's a gorgeous, mm. the, the layout of the house or the apartments. I went up there with John and yourself recently. Full of light. Lovely views out yes. over the water um, and, a, and a nice park, well yeah. finished. The outside area is fantastic as well. Ample parking, lovely outside areas, um, you know, uh, for kids, lovely walks, lovely mm. views. It's unbelievable. Yeah, right across the way from the train station. Lovely location, yeah. So if people want to get in contact with that, now I know there's, there's two of them already kind of um, booked, mm-hmm. was telling me this morning. So if they want to get in contact, how do they do that? If they want to... They inquire. can contact us in the office mm-hmm. on the landline number or they can drop us an email either John or myself and we can facilitate some viewings for them or okay. further information. Yeah. Well done. Do you see rents rising or dropping in the coming year? Um, in East Cork where we are um, it's governed by it's a rent pressure zone mm-hmm. so we are governed by that. So, so explain it's, a rent so pressure zone. we can only increase our rents uh, by 2% annually okay. and it's only within the 12, it can only be done within 12 months at a time and it is only a 2% other areas of the country will, um, you know, can increase it at a higher rate but we are governed by that rate. Okay. Mm-hmm. So for anybody out there worrying about whether or not the rent is going to go up, yeah. it can only go up 2%. Absolutely, it's limited. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's mm-hmm. good. So I think overall in relation to rents, when people are talking about kind of high rents, it's more so to do with properties that are new to the market. So if a property is new to the market or it has been rented before, then obviously that landlord can call their own rent. Yeah, yeah. Like obviously we'll guide them, we'll give them comparables, we'll tell them what, what um, you know, properties in the areas, mm-hmm. what in the area are making. Ultimately the decision is theirs, but we do offer them, you know, there is the comparables and we'll guide them towards what 
the um, properties are making in their area at that time. Yeah. And if, as I said, after 12 months, then they wish to um, apply that rental increase, then we'll, we'll, we'll help them do that. We'll do that for them. And even though with the with the rent increases, you still have to use comparables, don't you? Don't you have to kind of get three comparables in the area? We, or is it just straight in with the 2%? It's, it's, it's in with the 2%. Okay. So you just input the information into the calculator and then it just it pulls it through. Gotcha. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, so I think the one... The one question I always get asked, right, is is people when they come into the office, they're always looking for an apartment so they, or looking for a property. They'll come in and they'll say, look, do you have any rentals? And we will say, not at the moment, mm. but if you want to inquire through the website, you know, we'll keep your name, etc. Most people, and I did it with a couple last year, they came in and they were, look, they were just saying, look, we can't find anything. Is there anything you can do? Can you give us a bit of advice. Um, and, and they were quite aggressive about it. Okay. And on the day, I was just in good humour. So I said, look, sit down and we'll have a chat about this. Mm-hmm. So I sat him down and I said, the lack of rental isn't my fault. Mm-hmm. It's not is it your fault. There's no agent to blame here for the lack of rental. So coming yeah. in saying, why don't you have stuff? And why, it doesn't work like that. The approach, and it, what we'll do, right? Mm-hmm. You and I know, we'll put together a list of things that you should have if you're going to look for a property or if you're going looking for a rental in and around the East Cork area or any area, we'll put together maybe five or six things that tenants should have. Okay. How would you feel about that? Yep. You want to okay. do it? Yeah, sure. No problem. Okay. Let's go with number, you go, you start off. What do you reckon is the most important thing for somebody? If you walk into an office mm. um, or if you, even if you're not walking into an office, let's just say you're at home let, and you want to look for a rental sitting in your house, you've got your notice, mm-hmm. you got to search what what are the top five six things you got to do? Or to okay to look for a rental. Yeah. Um. I suppose. Uh. First of all, your budget. Um. Mm-hmm. How much have you to spend? Um. And then the, I suppose the second thing to consider is the areas you're looking in. Yeah. Um. So there, those two would be the the main things really. I suppose. Um. If you are looking for a rental, I suppose you'd need to have all of your ducks in a row in that you'd need. You're just jumping ahead here and not getting yoga. Sorry. I thought we were going to go one each. <laughs> no, sorry, you're, just, you're just going ahead with sorry, the whole James, list. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> no, look, you, you, you reckon, so number one, what I'll do is I kind of have a feeling I know where you're going to go with your ones because mm. you're very, you know, That's what down I look, the line. That's yeah, what I look gotta, at, yeah. You've got to keep everything <laughs> professional. I'll go in the, the little shaded areas, right, right? That will kind of maybe give you the upper hand. When okay. you're going looking for it, you stick to the to the book. Right? Right. So you're saying the first thing is keep your budget. Great advice. So you yeah. got to have a budget. And you got to have an area. And I think what you mean by areas, there's no point. If, if, if you're you, working, if you're working in correct. Carrick there's no point in living. No. Uh, you know, killer, Castle Martyr, Connor. Exactly. Yeah. You kind of need to be. And if you like, you mm. know, if one of you doesn't drive or if yeah. you need transport, or not you need to be in a certain mm-hmm. area. Yeah. But then I would also say that. You need to look at outside of like, you know, the little train station areas or the there might be a direct bus route, stuff yeah. like that. So you got to have a look at those areas. So great mm. advice. That's your number one. Yes. Okay, I'll go number two. Be yourself. Okay. All right. And what I mean by that is, I think when people come into the office or when you meet them at a viewing um, for a letting, they sometimes try and be either too professional mm-hmm. or they will do the sullen face where you know you're just sick of looking and which I'm sure they are mm. but you'll actually get a better response from an agent if you're just yourself just be natural if that is you being cranky well then that's fine that's mm-hmm. you but I feel that people sometimes because agents I'm speaking from my own personal point of view here 
I do so many viewings in a day and in a week that I get a very, very good read for people. So I can tell if somebody's not being themselves. Mm. And if you're not being yourself to me when we meet, then that's obviously going to have an effect on me. Now, obviously, I don't get the final say. The landlord does, but they will ask for advice. Yeah. So my advice, shady advice, is mm. to be yourself when you come in and meet somebody. Just be yourself. Go through the property like you would. Don't be over-enthusiastic or under-enthusiastic. Just be yourself. Mm-hmm. That's my number two. You go. Number three. Um, references. Ooh. See? To the book. Go ahead. Yeah. So, um, previous, uh, if you've got other um, accommodation references from other landlords, mm-hmm. um, just put them all together. Um, as many as you can or just, just the most recent? The most recent. Okay. Yeah, the most recent ones. Um, have them to hand. Um, and, you know, where you're living or where you're renting. Yeah. Um, being um, the better ones, you know. Contact details as well. And yes. it's not your mom. No. No. Don't no. put your mom down. No. Have an actual <laughs> landlord. Yes, professional landlord. Correct. Yeah. 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 Okay. Oh, it doesn't have to be a professional. It could be mm. just somebody you're renting off. But yeah. like, if we ring them and... Yeah, because all of our <laughs> references are vetted. Yeah. <laughs> we have to check. We'll yeah. know if it's your mom. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, we will indeed. What are the references? Um, if you've got a work reference. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a character reference as well, mm-hmm. if you'd like. Yeah, you can okay. put that in as well. It's always good to get... Um, what we like to do with our landlords, even though we do give them the references, we also ask them to provide a, um, our our tenants a, a brief bio. Right. So it's just a little information about themselves. So, um, you know what who like you know what their situation is. Um, like everything that I kind of covered is in areas budget. Um, you know what they're looking for is it a house or is it an apartment? You know, just some information generally about themselves so we can match them to okay. the right the right place. I heard some people look for proof of funds. Do you do that? You can like pro- as in like, you know, that you have availability to say six months rent, not to pay up front, mm-hmm. just to have it. No, you don't? No. Okay. No. I'm learning so much about my company. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I'd be a fan of that anyway. I think it'd probably well, be better to... We Like all of the all of our tenants pay their deposit on their first month, mm-hmm. their first month's rent. So, you know, and they will have a work reference as well. So like we're kind of covering from there, their bank records. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not a fan. Look, you mentioned a while ago about the, um, you know, the bio. Mm-hmm. He's into point, what point to be on? Three? Point number three, right? This mm. is my shady advice. Okay. When you're inquiring, when you're sending an email in and you're inquiring about a property, mm-hmm. but we don't need family bio. We don't need the family history. And I would also try, I would, I would advise people to shorten it and make it personal to the property. Yeah. So a lot of people, what we find is they copy and paste. So I don't think that what Mary would like is to be addressed as, hi, John, mm-hmm. just inquiring about this property. Me and my family love it. We moved here. We have a dog. We love this property. We can pay a deposit. We can pay it. And then just keeps on going and going and going. And then you get the next email and it's like, hi, John, we love this property. Mm-hmm. That's a red flag for me. I think when people are copy and pasting, I know people are busy. Yeah. But if you're able to put that much time into writing that inquiry, you have the time just to shorten it and put in the right name of the agent there because I I, I think it just comes across wrong if you're Mm. calling everybody the same name or, you know, good day. You know it's a generic email. Yeah. 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 Just make it a little bit more personal. Just going to say, hi, Mary, how are you? Just Mm. saw this property came up. Really interested. Could you let me know when there's viewings? We have our references in place. Looking forward to hearing from you. That's it. Yeah. Just nice and friendly, simple, mm. and people react to it a little bit better. Yeah, absolutely. Go. Number four. 
Number four. Let me see what else have we got. Um, let me see what else have we got. Um, hap. Hap. Yes, hap. Um, so if you are uh, going to be making a hap application, just mm-hmm. let us know um, at the outset because um, most landlords are quite open to it. Mm-hmm. It's a guaranteed income yeah. on a monthly basis. So at least then we know we can get the ball in motion yeah. pretty quickly once but the move-in is complete. It's legally. You, legally, you have to accept that. Yes, you can't you do. Deny yeah. it, so Absolutely. I yeah. don't know why people sometimes yeah, hide it. I don't know either. Um, I'm not quite sure because it's that all, all of our lands are lords, you know, they're, you know, when a HAP application is made, mm. it, they are, you know, fine about it. And it is just a matter of filling out the paperwork. And at the end of the month, it is a guaranteed income for them. So, right. Again, on the HAP, I think mm. that what was going on well, I suppose about a year ago, I noticed it. Because you were telling me about it was, people would come in and they'd say, I'm not happy. Mm. They'd move in, they'd pay their month in advance, their month um, deposit, and then two months in, they'd say, look, we need to apply for HAP. Mm-hmm. Now, w- when I spoke to one of those tenants one day and asked them why they did it, they told me they were advised to do it that way. Mm. But, like, HAP isn't bad. No, no. not at like, all. I mean, as I said here, like, I mean, HAP is acceptable. Lying isn't by a landlord. Mm-mm-mm. And what you're doing is you're getting yourself off on the bad foot again because mm. like a, a landlord has six months yeah. whether or not it's working out. Mm-hmm. Without notice, they can sort yeah. of notice it to quit within six months. So the issue with applying for HAP when you're in the property is that it's it's a delay, isn't it? There's a kind of a, is there a bit of a turnaround in it? Um, there, there, there is a couple of weeks, yeah. yeah. Exactly. So it would just, ex- it, it would just make, speed up things um, you know, if we can, from the offset, if we knew what was happening, we can get the paperwork submitted because the tenant has to submit information as does the landlord. Yeah. Um, and then there could be a question, a query. So that all takes time as well yes. and for the application to come through. But generally, they are quite quick. They are quite quick um, at processing them. But if somebody went in and said, here's my month's deposit, month in advance, mm. I'm applying for HAP. Yeah. That process could start. Yeah. And by the time the next rent is due, it'll be, it'll well be sorted. Yeah. Whereas what people were doing was, they were doing their month in advance mm-hmm. and then they were applying for HAP yeah. but then there was a delay and they might have had the money for the That's rent right, yeah. and then you went into yeah. rent arrears then the landlord got annoyed yeah. and hence you got yourself into trouble. That's right. So the advice is Transparency from correct. the start yeah. We try to keep things very open with our landlords in that we report um, you know we report everything to them at the end of the day it's their property Yeah. Um, and it's an open and honest communication so they know you know how it's been managed how we're looking after it. Okay. Uh, I had down here don't accept cash Mary you're shaking your head you're like don't mention it James but it is something that people say when they go to viewings like I can give you you know this much rent in cash no no don't want it Big no, no. cash is gone yes to a certain degree we just want it all transparent through mm. the books again I think it's a bit of a red flag if somebody's yes. coming in saying look I'll give you three months in cash you're like mm. no 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 thank you no Big no no through the accounts <laughs> yes um, is there anything else you reckon you could add to that list for people that are would you would you kind of say that they should have it all in a kind of a little booklet bring it in um, meet no, at the property I, I, um, I don't think they'd need to because the, the majority of people that do um, inquire about properties they would send us on a lot a lot of that information they have it on file okay. so it's just like a PDF and they just attach it very good so it's grand and like you know when the tenancy you know if the landlord is ha- once we the, the reference is checked um you know, having all that information at the outset is it's really handy in that, like you know, we we just say we met and we we'll just send that on to the landlord. So mm-hmm. we just let the, let show them the references. Um, we vet the references. So 
um, having it on, on there's no need to have a hard copy of it I think okay. just an email version is fine the the other thing that I kind of like to mention is I suppose people who contact you and say look we're moving back to Ireland in mm. September mm-hmm. any chance of a rental mm-hmm. like our rentals go in 24 hours they do go quickly but they actually come in that quick and they go that quick they do they so do. it's not like we know what's coming up in September we no, don't even know what's coming up next week we don't and um, and like anybody that does, that does make an inquiry like that we do keep their details we do hold it on file we have a database and we do contact the people that are you we know inquiring with us cabinet. we do well not in the filing cabinet but we do keep it on file and we do contact them that's why it, you know our properties do go, go quite quickly no. so you know we do appreciate people calling in we do appreciate email emails and calls um, we do respond to them and that's why the turnover is so quickly. So if somebody is thinking about relocating in September, sure, definitely send us your details. We will absolutely hold them in file and we will, if anything does become available at that time, we will we will contact you, yeah. Whew. That's a big promise there, now, isn't it? <laughs> if we have anything available, James. I will not be backing that one up. <laughs> There's no way. That, should, that means people now are going to be coming back to you in September saying, Mary, I heard you in the podcast saying you get me a property and you never did. <laughs> if we had one available. Ah, yeah. I see that. The fine print, Mary, at the end. Now, what we do in every podcast is we would have um, our listeners, our our followers on Instagram and LinkedIn, stuff like that, sending questions. So we have a few questions. Um, Questions. Becky, should I call to the agency? Do you have stuff off market? So should people kind of call in and just inquire and... They can call in if they want to. Um, they can they can call if they want to. Um, but absolutely, you know, um, they can inquire. They can phone. It's whatever is easier for them. Mm. Um, like you know, um, I've noticed uh, a lot of people calling to the office. This would fall, yeah. It's there's a lot of people calling. Yeah. Um, there is an awful lot of people calling, and we do, as I said, we do hold their details. If anything does become become available, we do. Mm. We will get in touch. I think calling to into the agency is good in that it, like you put a face to it. Yeah, it's but per- again, it person. comes back to what you said a while ago. Like it's only if we have some something available, yeah. great. But I, I look again. It's like that couple that they started off talking about. If if you come in and you sit down and you just you put a face to it and you say, "I'm looking for this," mm. yeah, you probably it increases your chances a little bit more, doesn't it? Because you yeah, kind you, of, put, you put a fa- it's more personal. Like yeah. absolutely, you do put yeah. a face to the name, and we do have regular callers, you know, so. Yes. It is fine and we we are looking for them, you yeah. know. You're going to kill me afterwards now, aren't you? Because I'm just increasing <laughs> the footfall into the office. <laughs> uh, Leah said, should I pay six months up front? I was asked and said, no, is this now the new norm? Not with us. No. Not with us at all. We, you just pay your month in advance and yeah. that's the way it goes. I think people are under enough financial pressure at the moment without adding that into the, the mix. Agreed. I wouldn't be doing that. I know. No. I've heard certain people doing it um, mm. and, I, and in saying that I've heard people offering you know they've, they've sold their house they might be building and they have surplus cash and they'll say we'll give you 12 months up front mm. that's you know those things will kind of go to the landlord it's up to them whether they want to do it or not but mm. I would no, like if if there is surplus cash like that, like that you could understand it in that they don't have to worry about paying it monthly it's yeah. there but you know if you're working you are paid monthly um, and it's a normal tendency I think month by month is yeah. Is fair, yeah. fair enough. No, Leah, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be paying six months up front. And it's no. not the norm. No. No, it's just that one. Uh Paul said, My house is in really bad condition, but I'm afraid I will get notice if I complain. Oh, Paul. Yeah, look, this this is a is a common enough thing in that mm. I know people don't want to rock the boat and they feel that kind of yeah. reporting issues is kind of the some people don't have any problem reporting issues. Mm. 
like they want a light bulb changed. Yeah. But other people will just kind of sit quietly and say, no, look, we, we don't want to kind of disrupt any. I reckon. What do you think, Mary? I'm going to leave this to you. I think always report an issue. It's mm-hmm. better to get something early, um, especially like um, if it's a leak or something like that earlier, as opposed to down the line when it's going to cause a lot more damage and a lot more expense. Mm. Um, lot, like all of our tenants maintain their our properties very well um, and do report the issues um, quite early on, which is fantastic. Um, and I would always advise them to do that. Mm. Don't go at it yourself. Please don't. Um, Unless it's a light bulb, then definitely go at it yourself. <laughs> yeah. do, not, do not ring us about light yeah, bulbs. Yeah, don't try and mean, mean, um, uh, manage your own property, maintain it. Um, that's what we're here for. Mm-hmm. Um, but as I said before, an issue escalates into something a lot more serious. It's better to report it sooner rather than later. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think, and I, I know the like HAP would do regular inspections. They do. We do our. Yeah. We've we gone bi yearly inspections now. We went yeah. work quarterly, but I think like yeah. after. Covid, we kind of gone back now to yeah. every six months we do our inspections, mm, yeah. And in that, we'll just kind of go through the condition of the property, yeah. Like, we're like we're governed by certain regulations, so like we have our inspections are to ensure that the properties are being maintained well. I suppose flag any issues that it er, at, at the early stages so we mm. can deal with them, and also, I suppose, ensuring that we're compliant with the uh fire regulations and you know, the boilers are all yeah. um serviced annually, you know, and up, up to date by registered installers, so we're, we're compliant, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Um, so yeah, look, Paul, I, I would definitely report your issue. No, that, yeah. that probably sounds like it's a private landlord. Really? Yeah. Um, looking after, but still pick mm. up the phone, report it because unfortunately sometimes with private landlords, what'll happen is if they don't and it comes to the end of the tenancy, they you'll get, get the rap for it and yeah. then they'll hold your deposit. So yeah. always report it, keep pictures, keep mm. a, a file of it and uh, tell yeah. them that they should get onto Corbin and Co. That's it. To manage it. <laughs> and Keen is the last question. Uh, I was given notice to quit and I may have found somewhere but my landlord is now saying that she won't give me a deposit back if I leave within the notice she gave. Is that right? No. No. No, you can leave whenever you want, Keen. Mm-hmm. If you're given notice to quit yeah. and you find somewhere, yes. you leave when you want. Oh, Mary's <laughs> pointing a finger at me. Am I wrong? I don't know. Is there um, a four-week notice period? I'd have to check that. That the tenant has to give the landlord yeah. even yeah. when they've gotten their notice? I think there is a minimum notice, yeah. I'd have to check that though. Ah, oh, Keen. We we'll hold, come back to Keen on that, that one. We might hold that question, yeah. Well, if it was me anyway, when I got my notice, mm. be gone. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Mary, that concludes our podcast. Thank you so much for coming in. And Thank as you. I said, if anybody has any questions or queries, uh, and if you want to have a look at our blog, you can go onto our website, corporateandco.ie, and it is all there along with Mary's contact details. Um, Mary, thank you so much. You've been Thanks, a great James. guest. <laughs> great. Even though you're absolutely... Sweating buckets. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were brilliant. Well done, Mary. Thanks very much.